0: Yo yo what up everybody ETA on the EUC it is currently 520 Thursday January 25th I'm on my Kingsong 16X Um, about to do some deliveries here in a second Uh, gonna try to do 12 hours it's not possible on the 16X probably get like six to seven I'll probably get like seven hours out of it before I have to go back and charge it And the reason I'm on the 16X is instead of my other wheels is it's gonna rain, the Sherman headlight decided to go out. I try to fix it, I can't fix it. So I ordered a headlight, a different kind of headlight than the typical, anyway, blah, blah, blah. And I don't want to ride my Commander Pro in the rain because it is definitely not waterproof. So this is the next best thing. I got my... uh, Uh, Rain cover bag thing. So if it gets really heavy, which it will later on tonight Close to like an inch of rain. It's at some time uh, Then I'll put it on the 16x and it's gonna be interesting because I've never been in this heavy rain with the 16x before so I'm geared up (laughs) just in case I fall on my face Right now I'm heading over to the bike pathway before I start my shift and this is gonna be This podcast is going to talk about a few things. It's going to talk about this $18 an hour uh, Uber Eats thing that recently they decided to do. It's not $18 an hour. It's $18 per active time, which is completely different. I'm going to get into all of that. So I'm going to talk about that. I'm going to talk about this new mandate that I've been talking about in recent podcasts, which you can check out in my other podcast. We're gonna go over that. I'm gonna go over why I'm not gonna be doing this anymore, at least full time. Like now, starting as soon as possible. Why my decision for that. I'm also gonna talk about at the end, I'm gonna talk about why I stopped making videos. It's been almost three weeks now. It's been probably close to like 18 days or something. Close to three weeks. What, three, no, yeah. No, yes. <laughs> um, why I stopped making videos. Um, I'm going to get into that and why it was kind of abrupt. So those are the things we're going to talk about. Let's get started. This is off the top of my head. Yesterday I did a recording. Um, first of all, I have a full face helmet on with a little bit of a like cloth covering my mouth so hopefully you can hear me without it being too muffled yesterday I did a recording before I did the work I did it on this podcast this these topics but I had the mic too close to my face and it sounded like it was clipping the whole time so I'm going to try again also that podcast was horrible it was just really bad I could tell I didn't even listen back to it but I know it was bad so uh, we're going to start over again It's 54 degrees out here, which is crazy, blah, blah, blah. Holy shit, I'm about to get hit by a car. It's crazy because lately it's been like 20 degrees, blah, blah, blah. Okay, let's get started. So the first thing is this mandate thing for anyone that's new to the channel, maybe they don't know what's going on with NYC food delivery mandate is. So last year, actually for a while, They've been talking about going into this mandate for food delivery drivers that guarantees like a minimum wage. They talked about it for a long time. It finally passed, I think, late September, like September 28th of 2023. So it's been going on for about five months now, four or five months, something like that. Today's January, the end of January 2024. So this mandate's been in effect and basically the mandate Mandates food delivery companies in NYC to pay delivery drivers a minimum wage, and they give them two options. The first option, I'm not gonna get too specific, but the first option is basically it does like $17.96, uh, which later in 2005, 2025 is gonna go up to 90, almost $20 an hour in trip time. Right now it's basically $18 an hour in trip time. So that's what's going on. They give us, this law gives these food delivery companies two options to pay their workers. It's right now it's either $18 an hour and active trip time. And then the other one is $29.93, almost $30 an hour in active trip time. So it gave them two options, like, and it gave them this option to choose every week how they're going to pay. They're either going to do the $18 per active time or 29 or $30 in active time. And they make that decision after the week you work. So let's say I work, you know, a week, they make that decision after that week. So food, that's fucked up. I want to get into that too. Food delivery drivers don't know (laughs) how it's going to be. They like, they'll work, but they don't know if they're going to get paid like 18 an hour in active time or 29 uh almost 30 in active time until the week's over because that's when the companies decide how they're going to pay now i i don't want to get too technical here but i have to explain this because it's confusing you're like why like it doesn't make any sense like that's a big discrepancy it's like 10 dollars an hour difference like why you know right and that's a great question well, if you go to, um, it's like the it's like the NYC Food Protection Agency kind of deal thing. I forgot what the hell it's called, but if you go to that website, it tells you exactly what's going on. It tells you exactly the options that this law, this mandate, gave these food companies. So basically, my understanding, which it's kind of confusing reading into it, but basically my understanding is the. so the one that does eighteen dollars an hour um, they can only do this when the companies make a certain amount of money um, so to make it simple uh, basically what the, these apps are going to do is they're going to pick the eighteen dollars an hour in active time uh, when it's really busy they're going to choose that and when it's slow they're going to do the 29 96, 93 or whatever per active time. When it's slow, they'll choose that. Why? I can hardly explain. Um, but it it's based off what the, the apps get in that week. So if it's really busy, it's just, it's confusing. Just listen to this. Okay. So when it gets really busy, I'm, I'm almost guaranteed they're going to do the 18, Per active time and then when it's really slow, it's gonna be the almost 30. It's a way for the companies to save money. The law allowed them to do that so they don't so they can save money while also paying us a minimum wage, right? <sighs> now it's confusing. Because I thought personally, I thought initially, I'm sorry, I know this is it's confusing, right? So when I explain this just try to follow along. This is the best of my knowledge. I'm not claiming I know everything. But basically, initially, before this law went into, actually when it first started and before it started, we were told that they were gonna give them two options. But I thought the options were $18 an hour in overall time, which is from the time you log in to the app to the time you log, in, so log out. So it's like it's like working a regular job. You clock in, you start getting paid, regardless if you're getting orders or not to the time you log out, to the time you clock out. That's basically what I consider overall time. Now the law I thought gave them two options where $18 an hour in overall time or the 29, 93 or 96 or whatever in trip time. So it gave them those options per week. That's what I thought was going on. But if you look at the, the they must've changed it or something, I'm not really sure. This guy's like doing a creep on me. Um, they must've changed it or something, I'm not really sure. Because if you look at the site now, the NYC site, um, it's, it's doing the 18 per hour in active time instead of overall time anymore. So they must have changed it. They must have changed it from overall time when they first made the law to now it's $18 an hour in active time, which makes no fucking sense to me beyond this depends on what the companies make per week. Because they can't choose one or the other depending on how much they make per week, how much how much they earn from their business per week. I don't know, Hope you guys are following me. But anyway, this is what it is. If you go on the site, it'll say $18 an hour in active time or $30 in active time, that's how it is now. I don't know what the fuck happened to the $18 an hour in overall time. So that's what's going on. And obviously, if they, if they can, the apps are gonna pick the $18 an hour in active time instead of the $30 an hour in active time because they're a business. They're here to make money. And Uber did that from the get-go, or not Uber, but Grubhub did that from the get-go. I'm specifically talking about three app, apps here. I'm talking about Uber, I'm talking about um, DoorDash, and I'm talking about Grubhub. Now, when this law went into effect, Uber and DoorDash picked the $29.96 in active time. Those are the ones they chose. And that's what we've been doing up until this week with Uber. Uber switched it recently to the $18 an hour in active time this week. Grubhub was the only one that was different. After the mandate was done, they never did the $29.96 or whatever in active time. They went right to the $18 an hour in active time. So they've been doing that ever since the mandate. So I just been, and they're, hard to, and they're hard to get a schedule with and everything, they're hard to, you know, they're super strict. They're like the most strict now to work for them. So basically, if you're smart, you've been avoiding Grubhub unless you don't have any other choice. Although I've noticed their base pays are higher, but I'm not gonna get into that. It's a whole different subject. So basically I've been ignoring Grubhub and I just been doing, Uber Eats and DoorDash, with the assumption I'm getting 29.96 or something per active time. <sighs> okay, so all good. I, it's cool. I got two apps I can work with where I can do 29.96 in active time. And these apps are busy. They're not that restrictive. DoorDash is more restrictive than than Uber, but Uber recently did the scheduling thing in NYC to save money. They've never scheduled before. They've always been the most flexible. But they recently did the scheduling thing. Blah blah blah. Alright, so that's the backstory story with that mandate shit, alright, and what's going on. So Uber and DoorDash, I know, like, I can feel it in my brain when I'm starting to lose focus and people are losing focus. I'm feeling that right now, so I just have to explain this <laughs> for people to understand. So I've been doing the Uber and DoorDash with the 2996 in Active time, thinking that's what's going on, and it has been what's going on and it's been decent, I can survive with that. Two apps doing that, two apps that are busy here in NYC, not as restrictive as Grubhub, I can survive doing that. However, recently Uber has, well this week actually, I think it was what, Tuesday or something, Tuesday or Wednesday, Uber sent an inbox message to all the Uber Eats delivery drivers in NYC and in this, In this message, it said they're taking off the $29.96 per active time, and they're bringing it down to the $18 an hour in active time. And that right there really upset people, and that's the reason why I'm going to start looking for another job, like a uh, W-2, quote-unquote, real job, people like to say. Um, And I'll explain why I'm doing that. Um... So, this is my opinion what's, what's gonna happen. I don't know if they're gonna keep switching back and forth between $18 an hour, $29.96, but this is bullshit. I'm not working for $18 an hour in active time. Now, this wouldn't be an issue. The active $18 an hour wouldn't be a, a problem in active time if we were getting tips like we used to before the mandate. Before the mandate, like everyone tipped. And the tips sometimes are really good. And we depended on tips to make a lot of money. And we did like during the bu- busy season, which is kind of now actually, I would average $30 an hour, not in active time and overall time from the times I worked with the, these apps. This is before the mandate. And that's because, you know, we can use multi, multiple apps and we're getting tips. We relied heavily on tips. We cherry picked the orders with the high tips and all that shit, but after the mandate, what's happened with these apps, um, the law says, you know, they, these apps no longer have to, <sighs> there's two methods of customers tipping. They can tip before um, placing the order. So if they tip before, you would see, you would see the tip and you would see the base pay before you accept the order, right? Cause they could tip before or they could tip after. So, if you did a really good job or they want to be nice or whatever, they would tip you. Out. So, they had two ways to tip you, these customers, before the mandate. The law insisted, what the fuck you honking at? The law insisted that if they pass this law, this mandate, that the apps can take it that option away and only have customers tip after. So, uh, these food apps being the businesses that they are trying to save money, they said, okay, well, you're going to give us this mandate. We're going to take the option to tip away ahead of time. In fact, they don't even have to have that option. It's required if you read the NYC um, food protection website, it says these apps are not required to have customers tip off. So at any point in time, these apps can not take away that option. But anyway, right now what they're doing is they're giving the option to tip after um instead of before and so we're seeing base pays just base pays with no tips the customers cannot tip until after the order that's a whole nother topic in itself i don't even know why i brought this shit up it was really important oh because now what's going on after this mandate is hardly any customers are tipping and i sincerely mean that i'm not being biased i'm not trying to prove some stupid point I am trying to prove a point, this is just the truth. Here in NYC, customers are not tipping, and that's a big issue for food delivery where you rely heavily on tips. So, so to give you an example, um, it's basically, this is real close to accurate, it's basically one out of every 10 customers tip now, and the tips are small. They're $5 or less typically. So, out of before it was almost 100 percent because you can pick and choose what customers you want based on tips. Blah blah. blah. You can't really, can't really do that because you can't tell what customers are going to tip now until after the order. And from my stats so far, doing this a few months, and this is for everybody, not just me. Customers are tipping. It's basically one out of ten customers tipping. Um, now, so if you do 20 orders, which is a, a decent amount of orders for a food delivery shift, which is like a full shift, basically 16 to 20, I would, anywhere from 14 to 20 is like a six to eight hour shift, I would say. So if you do a full shift, let's say you do like 20 orders, you'll get tipped twice, basically, if it's one out of 10 ratio. So you're making what, 10 to $12. Even then sometimes, sometimes you don't get tipped at all for a full shift. So you just get, you're just getting base pay. Now to bring this full circle, what I was saying, the $18 an hour in trip time wouldn't be an issue if we were getting tips like we used to. But since we're only getting tips like one out of ten customer, if that, this $18 an hour in trip time is bad. So not only is it, it's not. Once again, it's not just $18 an hour um, overall time. Which is like a minimum wage kind of deal. I think minimum wage here in NYC is like $15 an hour, 15 to 16. I think it's like 15. That's only a few dollars over minimum wage. Here's the issue: this is trip time, so this isn't overall time. This isn't this isn't the this isn't the time we hit log in to the time we log off that we're getting paid. Waiting between orders, this only applies to when we accept. Like trip time is when we see an order, we accept it to the time we drop it off. So that's what they call trip time or active time. It's when you see your order, you accept it, starts the trip time, starts the active time to when you drop it off. So you see your order, you accept it, there goes the trip time, it starts to when you drop it off. It's not when you're waiting between orders. So if I'm waiting here right now, I'm not getting paid. So if I do, let's say 10 deliveries in a shift, Um, and they're, let's just say 30 minutes or whatever for each delivery, um, 30 minutes, uh, divided by 10. That's I'm saying that wrong. Let's just say overall time I did 10 hours. Okay. Let's just say I worked 10 hours in overall time. That's not trip time. And half of that was on active delivery. So that's only five hours of active delivery. That's 18. Uh, an hour times active delivery whatever the fuck that is I'm just dumb at math right now so we're not getting paid in the overall trip time and if we're not getting tips on top of that it's horrible so it's not really $18 an hour guys when you see that it's not like oh I'm gonna get paid $18 an hour like a regular w-2 no it's less than $18 an hour because you're getting paid only in trip time now And it's a busy season. When it gets slow, it's going to be even worse because when it's slow, there'd be hours where you're not getting any orders. So it's way less than $18 an hour in overall time. So if I was to guess, even during the busy season, which is right now, I'm sorry if I lost you guys. (laughs) Once again, I feel my brain losing my own self here. So I'm just explaining this. I'm just getting the hard shit out the way so we can give you context here. Um, What the fuck was I saying? Anyway, so if I was to guess, even during the busy season, which we're getting a lot of orders and shit, which is even restricted more now because Uber Eats is doing scheduling now. So if we can even log in to work, um, that 18 hour, 18 in active trip time is probably closer to minimum wage. It's probably closer to like $15 an hour. We're getting paid right now. Considering that we're only getting one out of 10 tips which are low tips. So, there's that. Let's just say we're getting paid minimum wage. Let's just say that, hypothetically. We might be even getting less right now with this whole mandate shit, at $18 an hour in active time. So there's that. So, you can get another job going anywhere else, anywhere, McDonald's, dishwashing, you get fucking minimum wage, right, by law. So there's that, okay? That's a shitty deal, okay? takes my $30 an hour average like, and cuts it in half. Okay, great. On top of that, we're independent contractors. So we pay like 15% in, in taxes more than a typical employee at a W-2. Um, so I think it's like 15% more. So we're paying double the amount of taxes, I think. Yeah, it's well, I know it's more taxes, but I think it's 15% more. taxes than w-2 i'm not sure about that but i know it's definitely more okay so if you pay you know hypothetically let's just say you pay two thousand dollars in taxes we're paying way more than that in taxes as an independent contractor which we're labeled as as food delivery drivers we're independent contractors we're not typical employees so we're getting paid minimum wage or less right now at $18 an hour in active time. Plus, we pay more taxes than a, someone on a minimum wage at a W-2. So we're even making less than that, less than a minimum wage job with uh, with no. Be- hold on sec. with like, there's no benefits uh, like a W-2 protected job you can get benefits you can get paid sick leave you can get vacation time whatever whatever we don't get any of that either all right we have to pay for our own equipment as independent contractors so we have to pay for our own shit. uh the law has mandated these people to give us food delivery bags but the, after like six deliveries or something like that but the food delivery bags suck for instance i got a doordash bag it broke in the same day they ripped super easy they can't even hold the weight of the food they're shitty okay and likely it's that way because the companies don't want to spend a lot of money on quality food delivery bags so the food delivery bags that's mandated by the law they have to give us a shit anyway so yeah we end up buying our own equipment and I'm not just talking about food delivery bags I'm talking about safety gear I'm talking about your vehicle e-bike scooter in my case electric unicycle what else, etc., etc. whatever the miscellaneous shit the independent com- contractor's got to buy, which is a lot of stuff actually. And there's wear and tear on your vehicles as well. The company doesn't reimburse you as an independent contractor. So you're getting fucked in way more ways than a m- minimum wage. So if that's bad enough, that that, if that gives you reason uh, enough to quit, I'm sure there's actually more. Um, what's the other shit we're getting uh, a bad deal with this? Oh yeah, also the elements last week it was 20 degrees outside with with winds up to 12 miles an hour so it felt like 10 degrees outside with wind chill and it was fucked up because i worked like 12 hours a day basically which i'm going to talk about why i'm doing that which kind of relates to why i stopped youtube for a little bit so i worked all that time not even seeing that uber eats was going to do this 18 dollars an hour uh, for that week worked because they didn't do this before. I was still under the assumption it was 29, 93 or 96 or whatever. So I worked all that time, did all these deliveries in the fucking elements, and then a week after they say, "Oh yeah, so that week you worked that you just worked, not the wor- not the week you're going to work, but the week that you just worked. You put in all that time. You you were riding in the elements and the snow and the rain." oh, yeah, we're just going to do that $18 an hour in active time now. You know, I know, you know, lately it was $29 something, but that week, now we'll just do $18 an hour. How does that sound? And that's basically what happened when I got that email and I was pissed and so was everyone else. So we got to deal with elements. We got to deal with the danger, riding alone, um, riding with, you know, cars, you know, you know, all that shit. So it's just a bad deal. It's way worse than a minimum wage job as an employee with a W-2. If we're getting paid $18 an hour in active time, which isn't even $18 an hour in overtime, which is actually less probably the minimum wage. So you guys get my point, it's a bad deal. If we were getting tips like we used to, we could probably make it work to where we can get like mid 20s or something um, per, you know, in dollars or whatever per hour. But since we're not getting tips, so it's just a bad deal. So now you guys understand why people are, are concerned about this, um, blah, blah, blah. $29.96 um, without tips after the mandate wasn't an issue. We could still make decent pay. It actually, it actually my experience, it averaged out to be like $24 an hour in overall time for $29.96 in active time without tips. It For me, it ended up being around like, 20, like mid-20s or something like that. Um, so there's a lot of other things I can get into, but that's the that's the bad deal with that. All right. Um, so Uber decided to do that. So now the only company right now is DoorDash that's still doing the 29.96. But at any time they can switch it. Anytime they can say, yeah, we're going to the 18 enacted time as the law permits the new mandate. And people say, what I've heard already, people say, oh, I'll just switch to DoorDash. Like, really? Before the mandate, DoorDash was one of the strictest. I had a, I had a huge beef with DoorDash, dude, just being super strict in my opinion, whatever. Um, I thought they were the worst company to work for. So if you're going to rely on DoorDash to stick to $29.96 as a business when all the other apps are doing $18 an hour, no, 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 no they'll soon catch on and they'll soon say nope, we're just doing the 18 like everybody else like Grubhub like like Uber. We're not going to lose money to make you guys feel better. They're a business that got to make money. I understand that. So if you're relying on DoorDash to save you they're not going to they're going to they're going to do the same thing as Uber and Grubhub pretty soon. So I I can put my I could bet the house on that. I don't have a house. But you know. Okay, so. Yep. Don't count on DoorDash, guys. If you are, it's a bad move. Um, all right. So what else? Okay. So now people want to hate the food delivery apps. They want to say, "Oh, why are they doing this to us?" But you have to understand. Yeah, it sucks for us, but it sucks for them as too. They they didn't really want to get into this, and yeah, and they're kind of they're. They don't have as much control as they used to. And that's one reason they didn't want to do this because they're losing control. That, once again, the law, the mandate is that they have to follow two pay methods. Okay? They have to. All right? And they have to do it in a certain way. The law states, the NYC law states that they choose the $18 an hour or $30 an hour in active time after the week that was just worked. They're not allowed. They're not allowed, once again to choose before. They have have to choose by the law after the week. And it was made that way by the law, so it gives the companies a little breathing room. So if they didn't make a certain quota, they can change it to $18 an hour or something like that. I'm not entirely sure with that, but that's why they're doing it after. The law was trying to help the companies in that way by also helping us by doing a minimum wage, but it's actually hurting us. Unless those people that were doing $11 an hour before But anyway, um, so what else? What else am I talking about last track? So it's kind of, it puts the companies, uh, it's forcing the companies to do this. So you can be mad at DoorDash, Uber, and Grubhub all you want, but they have to follow a very strict guideline. They're doing, it's the law that's making them do this guys. It really is. Now DoorDash before was super manipulative but now they're gonna, now they're not as manipulative, but it still sucks on our part because they have to do it this way. They have to do it this way. So, as a business, they're gonna try to save money. They can't afford to pay people, you know, 20, 29, something during the busy time. You know, there's 65,000 food delivery drivers in NYC. They can't afford to do that. So, Uber Eats has been restricting people like never before. They started this, the scheduling, blah, blah, blah. So, to be mad at the companies is kind of like, It kind of you know it's just it's not i can't say it's right or wrong whatever as employee you can bitch all you want i bitch all the time i want to but you just have to understand that the companies are kind of put in this position to do it a certain way they have to do it this way and what i read is if they don't do it this way if they violate these rules if they don't do it the way they're doing right now then they have to pay three times the amount in fines so whatever um if they don't follow the rules they have to pay like three times the amount of what they pay as a fine so of course they're gonna follow these rules so that covers that so be mad at the companies I don't know that's your choice but understand they're tied to a certain method they have to do by law okay so I got those two things covered so yeah so knowing all that I would be better off working at McDonald's right now i would be better off as a dishwasher and I use those examples because it's A low-skilled job, you can come off off the street making $15 an hour with benefits, maybe even more nowadays. I think like McDonald's is doing like $20 an hour. I don't know, but like any deal right now in NYC as an employee, as a W-2 employee is better (laughs) than the $18 an hour and at the time, which all these apps are going to do, I promise you. So naturally, of course, I'm going to look for a job, any job, other than what I'm doing now. Um, uh, once again, before I was, you know, I could average like 24, 25 in the spring, or it was actually 26, um, in the spring. And then in the summer, it was shitty. Summer, I was basically not going to work the apps and then come back in the fall, winter and spring and and the busy time I could do $30 an hour. So you can just imagine like it dropped so much it cut our income in half, even worse, you know, It cut our income by half or more for people that are out here multi-apping and shit like that. So, And and we don't have any say in that we can't change it. There's no strategy we can do, like stacking or anything to change it. It's in such a way now that everyone's, there's nothing you can do about it, you know? So everyone's better off to get a W-2 right now. You know, unless the law changes, which it's bound to do, I guess like every, Like January, every year, the lawmakers or whatever are going to review what's been going on and make changes accordingly. So it might change to be better, but right now it's shit. And my personal opinion is the people that passed these laws are kind of passed it in a hurry. I don't think they really understood the nuances of what was going to happen. I think their intentions were good. I think they wanted to help food delivery drivers, because their stats somewhere, I don't know where the fuck they got these stats, but the stats said that the 65,000 food delivery drivers were averaging $11 an hour or something like that, which definitely was not my case. I would not be doing this for $11 an hour. Um, But that was their stats. And so for them, this is a win for food delivery drivers. So I don't think they understand the nuances of what's actually going on here. I don't think they understand the way these apps can manipulate shit And how this was gonna, I think they passed this with a lot of ignorance and it's showing right now. It's showing right now because there's gonna be a lot of people that are quitting these apps uh, because this fucking law that was intended to help us, but it's not, it's making shit worse. So I think whoever passed this kind of passed it in a hurry without knowing all the nuances. They didn't know what we go through technically. And um, before I flip flop on whether this was a good or bad thing before, if you can listen to my podcast, before the mandate passed, I said that in my previous podcast, I said that this is gonna suck, that this is gonna happen. Exactly what we're experiencing now. I said, Uber's probably gonna start a schedule. They're gonna get super restrictive. We're gonna make less. It's gonna suck, blah, blah, blah. And I'm right. And this is what happened. But then, like right after the mandate passed, everything was good. Everything was cheery, you know, twenty nine ninety six proactive time yeah we weren't getting tips but we're still getting paid okay you know mid-20s whatever averaging out overall time not bad um so I was okay with that and I flip-flopped I said before I said man I don't really want the government in this I don't want the local government in this shit afterwards I'm like okay well maybe I don't know everything maybe they know far more than me and maybe this is actually a good thing overall you know and then now I'm back from square one thinking that yeah this sucked someone fucked up around the lines uh in government and i don't know and maybe in the future like i said it's going to get better again but i'm done with this flip-flopping flip-flopping we got bills to pay we got responsibilities to do financially i can't take this this has been highly stressful fuck this i, I don't have to put up with this uh there's a lot of immigrants here maybe they do unfortunately um, but in my case i don't Thankfully, so yeah, I'm not gonna put up with this shit anymore. I'm done with this I'm not gonna be working less than minimum wage right now and right now is the busy season So if we're getting paid minimum wage even worse right now, then it's gonna be you're gonna be working in the summer for free In my opinion, it's gonna basically be for free. You'll be you'll be worse off than ever The summer is gonna be the worst time ever. So that's why I've already put in like six to seven applications since yesterday night anything (laughs) like I won't do, I don't want to do customer service. I actually hate that. I used to be a manager in a restaurant and I fucking learned, I hate that. I'm an introvert. I don't like dealing with demanding customers. I mean, give or take, depends what it is. But in the food uh, industry, I definitely did not like that. I definitely did not like managing people in the food delivery industry. Fucking hated that. That's one reason I really love doing this independent work. I'm on my own. This fits, my, this fits my personality, I love it. You know, I'm not tired, whatever, I enjoy it. I can listen, I can do whatever the fuck I want. I'm my own quote-unquote boss, I guess. Um, and which is interesting because I actually have, I was a training to be like an apprentice in Chipotle, so I learned all that. Uh, well, I was, a yeah, basically. It was like apprentice is like apprentice to the GM, so basically you're learning like GM skills. Uh, and shit like that. A GM is general manager, runs the store, blah, blah. So I had all those skills. Um, I ended up leaving because they were taking forever to fucking like promote me and shit. And like, plus I, I joined this food delivery shit during the pandemic and I started off making $26 an hour. And I'm like, damn, this is pretty good. This is awesome. I don't have to deal with these fucking people and corporate bullshit. And I can make $26 an hour like on this working whenever the fuck I want. This is great. So I quit uh, the apprenticeship at Chipotle um, and I started doing this. And I've been doing this for the last two and a half years and it just gets worse and worse and worse. And now it's just, this is the last straw. It's just, it's over bro. So I'm going to look for another job. I might do this on the side part-time if I have to. Um, but I'm definitely not doing this full time anymore. I'm not even sure if I can afford doing it full time anymore. We live in NYC, one of the most, if not, well, it is, I think it's behind San Francisco. It's like the most expensive city in America or something like that. Um, we can't afford this. Uh, okay. So that's why I'm looking for a W2 and I bring up that restaurant experience shit. Not to only tell you why I got into food delivery, um, um, but also because I'm seeing applications with basically GM experience, apprenticeship experience in the restaurant industry, you know, they start off 70K and I could apply for that right now. And there's actually a lot and I actually have the experience. And, I, and before I got into this food delivery shit, when I was quitting, um, when I was quitting the place I was working at as apprenticeship, this place was trying to hire me to become a GM, starting off around the same price. And I actually declined it because I hated it that fucking much. I've never made, I've always never made a lot of wages in my life, uh, which I'll get into here in a second, which would be a good segue. Um, but basically the most shit I've ever made in my life, which is crazy, like is like the highest I ever made was like 47,000 annually. So in NYC, that is extremely low. Um, Uh, and for me to turn down a job that's like 70k, like like that would be kind of life-changing for me because I still have school debt and I still have other responsibilities. But I hate, especially in the food delivery, especially in the food industry, I hate that role. Like I really hate that. That's one thing I learned is I do not want to fucking work in that. I do not want to be a manager of people in that environment ever again. I fucking hated it um so for me to turn down 70k with the skills I have I don't know I might I might do it for a little bit until I find something else I might start putting applications in for that but I'd rather take something like twenty thousand dollars cheaper per year (laughs) than do that shit again that was high stress high workload and uh yeah not fun um Okay. Uh, okay, what else I wanna talk about here? Okay, so we explained what's going on with this mandate shit, the bad news about it. Unfortunately, we explained um, my position on it, why I'm getting a W-2. Now let's explain uh, why I stopped doing uh, videos almost three weeks ago. Um, it's because I've been super motivated to I have a degree in software development and I got it I finished around 2020 or something like that uh so I got that and it's not a CS degree it's not a computer science degree which is the most sought after degree and basically programming uh kind of computer shit it's like the it's like the degree to get is a um, computer science degree it's not that but it is a bachelor of science in quote unquote software development which is related to which is related which is good enough um i started off i started off like in a different field i started off i wanted to be a, a radiology technology specialist or whatever the fuck it's called a rad tech um basically does like x-rays and the only reason i did that is because my dad wanted to do it and i always i don't know in my head social programming or whatever cultural uh, programming go to college go to college go to college so I was like, fuck it, let's just do this. (laughs) And ironically, I got like a 3.2, it wasn't good enough, you know? And that's part of the the issue is you went to a two-year thing with college, it was like an associates kind of type deal, two and a half years, something like that. I got a 3.2 overall uh, GPA, um, and this was in Akron, Ohio, um, when I lived in Ohio, and it wasn't good enough because they were highly selective they were only accepting like 17 people out of like 200 and something so you needed like a super high gpa to get accepted and i was just dumb i got in it thinking not even thinking about that shit, just being stupid right and i didn't get accepted they say well you can try again in another year or you can try something else so then i started chemical engineering which is even stupider uh dumber because it's fucking hard it's like super hard unless you're like a mathematical fucking wizard that you enjoy math and I don't so that didn't go too good I was struggling with that and then so after 2.5 years I went to chemical engineering not all the tr- uh, credits transferred I know I'm giving them a whole fucking life nice story here but it's kind of giving you uh, context That was the medical field, transferred my credits over to chemical engineering, spent another year, almost two years doing that. Shit wasn't going good. At this point I was getting really discouraged. Debt was piling up. I think around that time I had like $42,000 in fucking debt with a degree I'm not even close to finishing. And I'm just like, fuck, fuck this. Um, I'm gonna take a break. I'm gonna pay off some of my student loans. And I had a passion. Uh, to basically chase women at that time (laughs) to be frank and uh, I'm not saying I was successful or or not successful all I'm saying is I was kind of a passion of mine at the time a lot of influence online and just stupid shit like a pickup culture and I was highly into that guys I know and you probably look at me be like yeah that dude looks like he would be someone that (laughs) and you would probably guess right um so I spent way too much time on that and So time goes by i'm paying off some of my debts i'm discouraged whether i should go back to college build up debt again i'm just discouraged so years go by start working at this place that where i was becoming an apprentice and i found that they were doing this online program where i can transfer my credits and in like nine months or a little over a year or something like that it was advanced thing i can get a degree so i'm just like let's just finish this fucking thing the The place I'm working at, it's gonna pay for most of it. I think it's only gonna cost me like extra five grand, but they're gonna pay for everything else. It was online. And so I did that when I was doing my apprenticeship at this restaurant, I'm not gonna say which one. I finished that, finally graduated, and the degree I chose from from rad tech to chemical engineering to finally finishing in this in a completely different state (laughs) after all this time was a bachelor of science in software development. They didn't have the uh, computer science degree, they, they had the software development. And so I finished that, but I, you know, I thought like this whole time that when I graduated, like everything's gonna come to me. Like I was that ignorant, I thought, I'll get my degree and this is gonna change everything. And then like somehow magically when I got my fucking degree, jobs would just open up, people would come rushing out my door, knocking on my door, come work with us. You know, I was that stupid. Not stupid, just kind of maybe wishful thinking, naive. And what happened? Nothing happened. It was just like, I got this fucking piece of paper with all this debt I still got to pay off, and what now? You know, there's no congratulations, there's nothing like that. And I'm talking about a long time in the making. A lot of stress, a lot of like depressive thoughts because of my situation. Um, To amount to nothing, anticlimactic with all this debt. And it was really depressing, because, because for the longest time until recently, actually, I felt like uh, that I wasted my time, like 10 years almost, getting a fucking degree, which is insane, right? It's because all that shit in between, and taking time off, paying debt, all that, and being discouraged about going back and finally graduating. That's why it took so long. And I thought I just wasted all that time, all that energy, Oh, I could have done something else, I could have been making more money, you don't need a degree in today's world to make money, and well all these thoughts, which is true, um, you don't need a degree to make money, uh, per se, but, and I just thought all the negative things, it was a waste of time, waste of money, now I'm all this in debt, and blah, 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 blah. Uh, and like I said, if you heard from my recent videos, I moved in a van because the debt, I'm, you know, and I wanted to live in NYC. And I was in a van with all this debt, blah, blah, blah. it was just depressing, okay, really bad. Um, and it wasn't until, and, uh, I don't know where I'm going with the story, I'm sorry I'm going off fucking topic. Uh, but it gives you a context of my life, and where, um... So yeah, back to the beginning, why did I stop YouTube? The reason why is because I have this degree now and I wasn't motivated when I graduated in 2020 to uh, continue. I think for like three three like three or four months I was putting in applications and I didn't get one interview. I had people call me back, but it never went anywhere. I never got to the stage of interview. And I think it had a lot to do with my resume and all that shit, so I just got discouraged. I said, fuck it, let's just continue with this apprenticeship. I'll make more money doing that, starting on anyway. So I put it off. Fast forward three years later, I still have this degree and I haven't done anything with it. And everything kind of accumulated to the point where it's like, I'm I'm gonna get back into doing this. I'm gonna start doing software shit again. I'm gonna brush up my skills start putting in applications like crazy and I will get hired and I recently joined code academy code academy or whatever and it kind of helps me brush up my skills it's it's it blows my expectations away Uh, before I'm like how am I going to do this how am I going to brush up my skills again for an interview do I have to buy books do I have to like google shit online and like fucking practice that way and to brush up for an interview, but I found Code Academy, which I'm not, obviously I'm not affiliated with in any such way. It's just part of my story. And wow, I've been, it's, it's fucking awesome. And it's really, for me, it's like a one-stop shop. It blows my expectations away. It's awesome. So I've been doing that since November. It's January now, brushing up my skills. I'm still not done. I still don't feel ready to what I'm trying to get into, which is like front end development. Uh and then go from there. Um, so I quit, I stopped YouTube three weeks ago because I wanted to put all my attention on this. Like I wanted to pay off the remaining of my debt, which was started off 42,000. Now it's around like 14,000 and I was going to spend basically the next three months of the busy season before I got slow and just work 12 hours a day, paid the shit off in like three months or whatever, never had to think about the debt again through all this time, move on with my life. And at the same time, I'm gonna be studying on Code Academy. So basically my schedule now is like, I wake up, I do four hours studying on Code Academy, getting ready for interviews or whatever, since I had the the degree in software development. I'm really confident that I'm gonna get a job in this, which is kind of brings a full circle. I really hated the food service industry. I hated doing the customer service. I'm an introvert. This type of job fits me perfectly. I've always enjoyed doing design aspects. I love the coding and it pays well. And uh, yeah, so I just been, I wake up, I do four hours studying and then right after that, I do 12 hours food delivery to pay off my debt within the next three months. Of course, this Uber shit um, going to $18 an hour at active time really threw a wrench in that. I took my first day off yesterday trying to figure out what the fuck I'm gonna do. I, I put a, I, I made a, a resume, started putting in resume uh, applications in for places, while well, blah blah blah, but I'm going to continue doing 12 hours a day until I pay this shit off, which I was going to look for another job anyway come summer, because this shit is horrible, food delivery during the summer, so it's good maybe that I start now, putting in applications anyway, so I don't like end up in summer without another job. Uh, I'm going to continue that work as much as possible, pay that shit off at the same time, four hours uh, studying get ready for these interviews Um, so that's kind of why I stopped and I wanted to put I want to take because doing YouTube videos uh, you know people might think um, that all you got to do is post a video and then everything that's it it's not that easy (laughs) there's a lot of shit behind it you got to record you got to edit you gotta do thumbnails, you gotta do titles. Um, for me, in my instance, I took way too much time editing, blah, blah. It's just, there's a lot of work. Like, a minimum wage job would pay you more than what you get on YouTube. The most I ever got from ads on YouTube, um, at my level, which it increases the more subs you get, the more views you get. But at my level, the most I ever got was like um, 150 to 180 in ad revenue a month. That was the highest before that it's never been that high so like i'm putting in all this work for a month to get that much and yeah i can do like affiliate sales with products that i believe in or i like like for instance i did one with Wiz, which was cool it was a new experience i got some sales from that awesome great i was kind of like Well, I can really take this somewhere. I'm like, if I just keep doing this, my ad revenue will go up. Um, I can promote more products that I believe in, make sales from that. I can start doing other things and just build on top of that. And revenue will keep going. And that's basically the strategy for YouTubers. It's just like, you just keep doing something. And I liked it because I'm an introvert. And I, I, this is my domain, (laughs) is the fucking internet. So it's like, I can be the most social person on the internet. (laughs) I don't have to deal with fucking people in real life. I'm kind of joking, but I'm not and so it just fit me perfect. I really enjoy doing it But I because it takes so much time and because it doesn't pay that good right now I'm putting that aside. I'm not thinking about YouTube And that's why I stopped YouTube videos because I'm just like now's the time with these three months while I'm still busy doing food delivery To build up my money pay off my debt and at the same time start putting in applications for uh, coding and uh and I, it was so much so I started listening to this guy named Dave Ramsey. Once again, I'm not affiliated, but I just seriously believe this. I'm sure most of you guys have heard of this guy. But all I got to say is, guys, just start watching Dave Ramsey on YouTube. Start listening to his podcast. It's basically exactly what I'm doing. I'm trying to pay off my debt and all this shit. It's really good shit, highly motivating. I've just been working 12 hours a day just listening to fucking Dave Ramsey podcast in my ear. And I was get, and it's like, I'm, like, doing it cultish-like. Like, it's, like, it's, like, ignore everything else, but working and coding and just cult out. Like, be, like make the shit into a cult. Like, literally just listen to fucking Dave, Dave, Dave Ramsey, get fucking motivated, you know, and just do that. And if I got to fucking brainwash myself, this shit only helps. It sounds corny. It's like, yeah, I'm going to listen to Dave Ramsey, and we're going to do what he says, you know, but... If it helps me become motivated, it helps me pay off my debt, if it helps me stay focused, then it's great. So that's what I've been doing. Um, Yeah, and now with this Uber shit, um, with these other things, I wanna do $18 in active time. I might just stop my channel because uh, unfortunately, because, uh, or I might not, because my whole channel revolves around doing this. My whole channel revolves around food delivery and electric unicycles in Manhattan. But the way things are going, on top of what I'm getting into, the next stage of my life, which is maybe coding, which will be coding, which I will get a job in, um, where does that leave the channel? Where does that leave the, the topic of the channel? I can do other things, but do I want to devote my time to that right now, like I did before? It takes a lot of time, guys, to do a YouTube channel. So right now, it's just not the time for me to do YouTube, that's why I stepped back. I was really abstract about why I did that, I was kind of nebulous, when I made a, a post on the community post thing, I'm going to step back for a little bit. But that's the reason. Um, so that's where I'm at now. Uh, I do enjoy YouTube, and I, I do have plans for it. But I might be in the way future doing something else. It was good to get that experience. I kind of learned how to grow an audience. My channel is really small, but... It was a good experience. I'm glad I got that experience. I'm glad you guys got to see what it's like and experience as a food delivery driver in Manhattan. Um, so yeah, we'll just see what happens. I'll keep you guys updated. I'll let you guys know for those who are interested uh, in my journey, <laughs> which is sounds very narcissistic, but I guess YouTube vlogging is kind of narcissistic to a degree. Uh, anyway, I'll keep you guys updated on that. And I feel like there was something else I had to say. No, that's about it. Um, Yeah, we talked about the law of why things are going the way they are with food delivery, why I'm going to start getting a W-2, why I actually encourage other people to do the same that are working at NYC because this is not minimum wage. This is less than minimum wage with less benefits than a W-2, unless they change it up. And this is a busy season, guys. only going to get worse from here so that's just my personal opinion do what you want i'm sure there's people that can probably figure out a way um, to increase their revenue with the current system that's going on but me personally i'm done i'm done with this shit. no thank you and it's the perfect time for me to transition into doing something else as i mentioned with my other goals um so yeah this podcast was A million times better than last podcast. Last podcast was absolutely horrible. Hopefully I didn't clip the audio on this. I don't have it up to my face. I have it clipped on my shirt. So hopefully it's not clipped. But uh, I actually start my shift here. It's 6.17. I start my shift here really soon at 6.30. So yeah, I'll continue to keep you guys updated. If you have any questions or whatever, just ask me in the comments below. I always respond because I enjoy it. I'm one of those people that's like OCD. I'm not OCD, but I'm like OCD when it comes to comments. Uh, I really don't understand how people do not respond to comments. Unless they get so much that it's just too much work. My channel's small enough where I feel obligated. I want to respond to comments. So leave your comments. If it's something nasty, you know, I'm not going to respond. If it's something real nasty, I just block your ass. There's a lot of people that say some nasty shit. Which is ironically, I didn't get any nasty message until like a little over a year, and then I got my first nasty message, which is nasty in the sense that it's not productive and it's just cruel. Like, there's no reason to say that. Like, if you criticize something about me, say, "Oh, you're stupid for doing that," um, and it's, it's actually, um, <laughs> it's actually justified. Like, like, it's actually like, yeah, you're stupid for, you know, doing that or doing that when it really was stupid, then i will be like, yeah, cool, and you know, I'm not gonna block you, but if you come on here call me a fucking loser, all this shit, and you don't know anything about me, I didn't do anything bad, you call me a loser, you're blocked, and there have been people that have done that just like, what a loser, you're blocked, never, you will never know it, you're shadow banned, I will never see your comment, no one else will ever see your comment, so if you wanna be that way, a lot of people get enjoyment out of that, I know, it's like a sense of, fun for them, then I don't need you. We don't need you in this community, in my community. I heard from um, another YouTuber, a more famous YouTuber, says, basically, this is my fucking lawn. If you're gonna trash my lawn, I'm kicking you off. So if you're gonna come in here, not be constructive, insult me, whatever, you're blocked, all right? The other thing I wanna say is a real job, (laughs) I'm just going off here, guys, I'm ranting. So when people say, why don't you get a real job? Like, I'm not gonna block you for that, right? I'm not gonna be like, blah, blah, blah. Hold on one sec. That's cool, I understand that. They, like, But in my opinion, a real job is any job that, uh, that's not illegal, A, it's legal, and that you pay taxes on. If you're doing a job that's legal, or it's within the law, and you're paying taxes, like, All other jobs, it's a real fucking job. I don't care what it is. You can be like a OnlyFans model, right? And if you're getting paid for it and it's legal and you're paying taxes on that, then guess what? It's a fucking job. You're making money on it. You're being productive in the sense that you're paying taxes. That's a real job. But I know what they mean when people say a real job, quote unquote. They mean a traditional job, maybe a job that doesn't suck as bad. (laughs) They say, why don't you get a real job, right? But just to know that there's and I, I'm not claiming to be a millionaire. <laughs> I'm not claiming that that was my goal to be a millionaire by being a YouTuber, but just know that people, like millionaires today, were doing shit that's not traditional, and people all along were telling them, uh, why, don't, why don't you get a real job? Why don't you get a real job? You know, I'm sure Joe Rogan, I'm sure like all these other people that take a less traditional route have been told all their life, why don't you get a real job? But yet they're making millions and millions, if not billions of dollars by not doing a real job and they're paying taxes. So a real job, don't come out with, you know, I just look at that when people say that and I chuckle. Like, dude, if you're working, it's legal, it's a real fucking job, all right? And even these people that make all this money, these millionaires and shit, people still probably come to them and say, why don't you get a real job? But yet, they make a hundred times more than you, like, and they're doing everything that you do, paying taxes, everything else, like, this, this real job shit is stupid. It's, it's very, it's not what I think people really want to say. Anyway, I've said enough. That's my rant. That's my story. That's a hell of a good podcast. Probably one of my best, I feel like. Last one was the absolute worst, the one that I recorded yesterday. But uh, yeah, once again, I'll keep you guys updated. Um, let you guys know what's going on, leave your comments, whatever, hit that like, and uh, we'll see what happens with this channel. I wanna thank you for supporting me. I wanna thank you for watching. I wanna thank you to, uh, for you listening to my narcissistic dialogue. Thank you. You're interested in electric unicycles. Keep being interested. They're super awesome. Uh, Yeah. All right, guys. I'll talk to you later. Peace.